are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So the woman with the issue of blood had corresponding action to her faith. She said what she believed. She said it until she believed it, or she believed it and she said it, however it was. She continually said it, but if she just stood there at home and just kept saying it, when I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health, but I don't know where Jesus is. Or I'm not going down there, but when I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. See, if she'd have stayed at home saying, I know, if I just touch his clothes, I'd be healed. She might say that, but if she believes it, she's going to go try to touch his clothes, Right? Now see, it wasn't that there was power in his clothes. It was her faith that drew the healing power of God out of Jesus. He didn't even know she was there. Somebody said Jesus healed her, but he didn't. He didn't even know she was there until he felt the power flow out of him. Now, J. Iris is standing there listening to this testimony, and I'm sure he's thinking, I wish Jesus would go on to my house. And about that time, a runner came to tell... J. Iris, don't trouble the master anymore. Your little daughter's already dead. Bad news, too late. Now listen to what Jesus said. He turned to J. Iris and said, Fear not, only believe. Now let me read you what J. Iris said about it. That's exactly what he said. You missed it. <laughs> he didn't say a thing. Now, let me show you something. Jairus' corresponding action was to say nothing. Sometimes corresponding action is to do something. The woman with the issue of blood, her corresponding action was to do what she had said. But Jairus said, my little daughter is at home. She's almost dead, but if you come lay your hands on her, she'll be healed. Now, if Jairus had a broke out there when he got the bad news and said, Dear God, I knew it, I knew it, just like I figured, if you hadn't stopped and healed this Baptist lady, you'd have got there in time to heal my daughter. He'd have gotten strife, and they'd have had a funeral in a few days. And Jesus knew that. Jesus knew that this is not the time for Jairus to start trying to make faith confession. Now listen to me because I'm going to tell you something that will save you a lot of problems in life. When your faith is high like J. Iris' faith was back there when he made this statement, he made a decree. If you lay your hands on my daughter, she'll be healed and she'll live. He had no doubt of that. But what has changed now? The circumstances changed. Things got worse. And it looks like there is no way on earth that what he said will come to pass. But Jesus said to Jairus, Jairus, don't change anything. Don't change with the circumstance. Stay with what you decreed. And the best way to do that, for him to do that, was to keep his mouth shut. Because if he'd ever started saying anything, he'd have probably gotten strife over it. Now there's an individual, a friend of my daughter's, that when my daughter would go and visit with her, they'd start uptown or somewhere, and she'd get in the car, and she'd start saying, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. There'll be no 18-wheelers run over this car. There'll be no trains hit this car. There'll be no drunks hit this car in the name of Jesus. I bind you, Satan, you know. 
And finally, my daughter Annette said one day, said, if you quit naming all that bad stuff, the devil never would think about half of it. <laughs> now, see, what she didn't realize was that she's making those confessions out of fear. All for somebody to just come by and all oh, listen to her make those faith confessions. They were fear confessions. That's all right to bind the devil. But this is what I want to point out to you. Some people can be saying right things in the wrong way or for the wrong reason. Now, that'll tell you why some people die saying the right things, you know. You can say things in faith or you can say things in fear. So there's a time when you don't want to say anything at all. When you've made a decree and a faith statement and confessed the word of God until you've believed it, and then it comes along a day when things are just not going right and things look like getting worse, look like all hell's broke loose. That is not the day to try to start your faith confessions up. You'd be better off just to believe. Only believe. Don't do anything else but believe. Believe what? Believe what you established back there when faith was high. Hold fast to your faith, see. Hold on to that faith that you've already established. And you'll win more battles sometimes with the vocabulary of silence than you will by talking a bunch of things. Now, you'll recognize these things after you hear the teaching. You'll recognize these situations and the Holy Spirit will bring this to your remembrance. Some of you will even hear my voice saying, you'll win the battle by the vocabulary of silence <laughs> because the Holy Spirit will bring these things to your remembrance. And you'll know when to do it and when not to do it. Because, see, sometimes people think, well, that's the more I say it, well, the better off I'll be. But no, if you've got over into an area when the circumstances have changed and it looks like it's not going to work, just hold fast to what you've already said. Can you understand what I'm saying there? Now, I had a situation similar to this happen about some property that I spoke to. Now, see, we talked about calling things that are not. I had a piece of property out in Odessa, Texas, and... Uh, I had tried to sell it. One guy had offered to buy it. And when I went to drew up the deeds and everything, he backed out on me because some situations that came about. And I was selling it to him for $5,500 an acre. Well, he didn't buy it, so uh, I prayed over it. And the Lord said, you're selling it too cheap. And I thought, selling it too cheap? I couldn't even sell it for what I asked. And he said, double the price. So I doubled the price. Nobody bought it. So one day I'm in a camp meeting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and a good friend of mine, Joe Nay, minister friend, I said, Joe, come go with me. I'm going to go to Odessa. He said, what are we going to Odessa for? I said, I'm going out there to talk to a piece of property. <laughs> Jesus said it would obey me, and I haven't talked to it. I'm going to talk to it and tell it it's sold. It's time for it to sell. Now, I flew something like 300 miles out there to talk to that piece of property. And I walked around over it, and I picked up a handful of the dirt, and I said, listen to me, I'm talking to you. Jesus said you would obey me. Somebody said, where in the world did Jesus say that? Mark eleven twenty three, Luke 17, 5 and 6. If you had faith as a seed, you would say. Say what? Say what you wanted done to the sycamine tree or to the mountain. Now, see, I had an individual in a church, a pastor, They'd bought a piece of property, and I'd gone and preached for them on Sunday night there in Arkansas, and I taught on the importance of words and confessing and speaking your faith. 
And that night, while we were sitting around drinking coffee, and the pastor's wife said, you know, said you said something tonight that I caught a hold of. Said, we bought a piece of property out here, five acres, and it's just a little ravine, and we were going to let them dump field dirt in there, and then we we're going to sell it, make money on it. But said it's been two years now, and, you know, hadn't dumped any dirt in there. Nobody's used it for dump field dirt in. They said, we want to get rid of the payments. We put it up for sale, and I said, you know, for two years, we hadn't had one offer on it. But she said, now I saw something tonight. We've been going by there and said, nobody will ever buy that piece of property. Why, we'll never get rid of that mud hole. Who would want that mud hole? She looked across the table at her husband and said, you hear me saying it? We'll sell that piece of property. Somebody wants that piece of property. Yeah, he said, we'll go out there tomorrow and talk to it. Now that's on Sunday night. On Wednesday, a guy called and bought it. And built a church on it. <laughs> now, let's get back to the, the property in Odessa. We talked to it. Now, I'd like to tell you that the next morning the guy called and bought it, but he didn't. Ten months went by. And my carnal mind said, now what you going to do, big mouth? And it got to bugging me. You know, did your carnal mind ever bug you about something? And finally, one day, you know, I'm thinking about it, and I finally think, I know what I'll do. Nothing. I've already done it. I'm going to let stay said what I said. Don't go back and unsay it. So I let it stay said. And to make a long story short, same guy turned it down for 5500 an acre. He and another guy went together, paid me $21,000 an acre for it after 10 months. You see, I told the property, somebody's really impressed with you. And they were. Now, see, this is the practical side of this thing. The gospel is a practical gospel. Now, I tell these things to give you some examples. Somebody said, well, I tried it and it didn't work. It won't work if you try it. Now, are you getting what I'm saying? Because if I'd have been trying it, I'd have quit the first month after I went out there and talked to the piece of property. Is anybody in here in the real estate business? Dear goodness, you found out something this morning be worth to you more than $50,000 this year. Now somebody said, how in the world can that property obey you? I don't know. All I know is that Jesus said, if you believe it, you doubt not in your heart and you talk to it, it'll do it. That mountain will just lift up its skirt and just tip it toe right along. <laughs> I don't know how. Don't ask me how. I don't know. All I know is that God's Word works when you work it. I'll tell you what, it's so simple, we've missed it. We've missed what God said. Say to it, speak to it. Tell it what to do. And He said it'll obey you. Now it's talking about problems, situations in your life. And you know, whether you realize it or not, it's been doing that all the time. It really has. Well, I trust you've been with us all this week as we've taught on faith's corresponding action. Now, I know some of you have heard parts of the broadcast. In fact, we've talked about it for two weeks, but uh, some of you missed a lot of the broadcast. We're offering CD offer number 7228. It's entitled Faith's Corresponding Action. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 posted and handling, a total of $19. 
In this series, we put some balance into corresponding action. You know, I've heard of people that they said, well, glory to God, I'm going to have corresponding action. They pulled their glasses off and stomped them and said, now that'll prove that I have faith. That's my corresponding action. Well, it may prove you'll have to get someone to drive you to work tomorrow morning, you know. I mean, you have to develop yourself. You would not have full corresponding action until you had full manifestation. Now, somebody said, well, now my corresponding action, if I believe I have abundance, I'll just write the check for all these bills and just put it in the mail and God will have to put the money in the bank before it gets there. No, no, no. You'll be in jail before God puts the money in the bank because it's not his responsibility. It's your responsibility. Now, your corresponding action should be this. Write the checks. Put them in the dresser drawer. Don't put them in the mail until you have the money in the bank. (laughs) You know, you ought not have to say some of these things, but sometimes you do because people go out beyond where they're developed in faith. Now, in this series, we will give you some balance into what we call the faith message because some people have gone beyond where they should have gone. They weren't developed in their faith. You develop your faith, and you know where you're developed to. Don't let someone else push you out beyond your faith. It's CD offer number 7228, entitled Faith's Corresponding Action. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.